Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Brooke. Hi, Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like we just did this. We did just do it. And we did just do it. It um, hasn't even been 48 full hours. Hasn't it? No. Friday, no, from Friday night. You guys, update, indecent, and amazing play. It was so beautiful, and I'm so happy it's staying open. Seriously, it's if you're in New York, see it. A really, it's really, really beautiful. I got, I caught onto the... Um, yeah, Brooke knew what was going to happen from the beginning. She well, was a I mean, crafty it's, theater goer. It's, a, it's, about, um, it's about Jews in the 40s. Like, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. But um, I picked up on the, the storytelling she, she device very quickly. But it was... Incredibly it's so beautiful. We well highly done. recommend it. this episode is brought to you by Indecent. Or Indecent is brought to you by Splat. <laughs> Endorsements they didn't ask for. These are not do, do, the do, do, ads do. Nope. that we will be having, just in case you guys forgot. Teaser. Hey, Acast. <laughs> Crazy. Um, we have producers, and soon our, we are. Forgive us for. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Welcome to Splat. Hey. Oh, the podcast. That's where you are where we are where it's flat the podcast where me brooke and me bridget <laughs> talk about sex in the city 10 years younger and, and 20, 20 years, years later. later there she goes she nailed the pitch finally here we are finally here we are um we are in brooklyn again and we are um just like having a good time <laughs> <laughs> oh man um, you guys, Bridget loved this episode. I did. This was the first one that I was like really excited about. And then I thought the writing was really nuanced and clever on. Seasons like one and a half are wonky. Um, okay. And to listen to it I, later, like I have been, you know, I say that I don't have like the rose colored glasses of having once watched it and loved it. So I'm, a, I think a lot more critical this first time around. So it's like, a delightful surprise to be a delightful excited surprise. and yeah. Um, a friend of the podcast, Jesse, well, at work today was like, I saw little Cindy Nixon and little Foxes. Oh. She saw not the part she won the Tony for, but was like, and now all I want to do is watch Miranda episodes. And I was like, Miranda, Miranda is the queen. The best. Um, okay. Bridget and I, uh, we have another guest. We have a guest and this is like the best possible guest. I can't even explain. Welcome to the podcast. My sweet and very old friend, Juliana Carullo. Hello. We're so happy you're here. (laughs) Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Um, So Juliana and I, 10 years ago, uh, went to camp together. Oh, my goodness. Stage Door Manor Performing Arts Training Center. Theater camp. Is that right? Mm -hmm. For two years. Um, I used to say that Juliana would wake up and like rainbows would fall out of her hair. Ha! That is so funny. Because you just like... I was real happy to be there. You took very good care of your skin. Oh, thank and you. And have like just like a lot wow. of hair. <laughs> it's amazing. all true. I do. I have like a very diligent skin regimen and and hair care regimen as well. Yeah. yeah I don't amazing. know. I it know. just kind of happened. That always impresses me. I have <laughs> an amazing lack of one. Yeah. So 
part of the reason that it's amazing that you're here is because you had a, you are like a certified expert. Yeah. Expert. I Can am. you tell us about your connection? Of course. <laughs> when I graduated college, I was looking around for like a little side job and I saw an ad on Playbill to be a sex and city tour guide. And I was like, ooh, that looks like a lot of fun. And I just kind of assumed everyone would apply for this job and that it would never become a reality. And then, you know, a few months later it did. So I was a sex in the city tour guide here in New York for two years. That's like a long time to do a tour That's about yeah, sex in the city. Long. How many did you do like weekly? So I did around three tours a week and it was like a rather big like tour. It was what? on a coach bus. Yeah, I was going to say. So what? Was it was a, a guided bus tour and it was four hours Did you long. wear a headset like you're wearing now and like talking to a microphone on the bus? I talked into like a hand mic. Oh, amazing. And okay. some of the older buses had like a walkie-talkie mic, oh. which I found to be very fun. Very hip. So I always had a mic uh, at the front of the bus and there were all these televisions so we could watch clips. I mean, it was really fun. You saw the actual location like outside of the bus and then you saw a clip from Sex in the City on the oh, TV. Cool. And you That's kind so of like, smart. yeah, got to put it together and it was a blast. Everyone always had the best Time. What was the most popular spot? Ooh, I a hundred and bajillion percent Carrie's apartment. Mm-hmm. Oh, Carrie's sure. stoop sure. was like gold. It was tour gold. People <laughs> Did went you take nuts. a lot of photos for people? Oh my god. For probably around like half an hour. Wow. Because everybody on the bus and you know the Once. bus fit probably like fifty five people. So it was like wow. groups and singles and you know, get near the stoop and get near the other side of the stoop and it was like a whole photo shoot for all the the women and it's funny because like every single time it was fun because it was like their first time at like Carrie's stoop and I was like just so happy to be like documenting it yeah Yeah. to provide that experience exactly and And everyone's like beaming so oh fun it was great that's so exciting where else did you go you went I know they go to Magnolia Bakery oh yeah and it's actually right around the corner from um Carrie's apartment on the show. It is? Yeah, so that one's right on Bleecker. Oh, cool. And then... Doesn't Carrie live on the Upper East Side, though? Yes. Wow. So, oh my God, you're getting into such good, like, deep cuts. So Carrie lives on the Upper East, but they actually filmed the exterior of her apartment on Perry Street. Wow. Yeah, Perry between West 4th and Bleecker. And you can tell because sometimes you'll notice there's, there's um, a stop sign at the end of her block but there aren't on the Upper East Side. There's all traffic, traffic lights. lights. So that's like a little blooper. What a nugget. I oh know, it's a fun nugget. You were also talking about a blooper from the opening credits. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that what was one of this? the first things we did when everyone was like shuffling on the bus. We showed the opening credits, and I would say, ladies, did anyone ever know that there's actually a blooper in the opening credits? And you'll notice um, right before Carrie gets splashed, the bus drives by and it's full of people oh yes i didn't know that. yes and then Is right at the end it's empty whoa and there's some kind of like behind Clearly the scenes they went through like a bermuda triangle with some kind of like issue with like holding the extras and so they oh, had funny. to do this scene shooting carries um they actually they had like five different outfits that they put her in. Yeah. We've nobody seen could one of settle. the others. Mm-hmm. She posted one. Um, I think they had one in like a blue dress. Yeah, and which wasn't nearly as striking as, as the one she settled the, on. The thrift shop tutu. Yeah, yeah, that was another little trivia moment Whoa. I would have on the bus and be like, ladies, does anyone want to take a stab at it? How much do you think that tutu costs? <laughs> and everyone was like, $4,000. <laughs> 
And I was like, it was actually five. Uh, and then we got to talk about Patricia Field, the costume designer for the show. And oh, cool. And get into like a little spiel about her. Um, so it was just a blast. Just from the moment we started the tour, right outside of the plaza. There's already like five locations right there. And we just made our way downtown, wow. passing locations on Fifth Avenue. And actually our first stop. It's so funny because I used to say... We did get off the bus, and I used to say, ladies, we're going to be getting off the bus. And, and they everyone, would go like, gaggle. I bet yeah. you were a hit. And was it, like, a lot of 40-year-old women? Because yeah. I feel like that humor would be right there they, for them. It was, like, right right there. It's um, beautiful. Yeah. A lot of What's 40, your demographic? 40-year-old women. A lot of women, generally. Yeah, right. Say. And then it kind of jumped down to, like, younger girls. Like, in their 20s. Yeah. It was, like, a fun kind of gap. A lot of, like mother daughters like oh cool yeah it was like kind of funny at times because our first stop was actually the pleasure chest um <laughs> in the west village that was our very first time we did like a little field trip off the bus Fun. so sometimes it was really funny to see did you go into there oh yeah cool and the ladies got a discount at the store because they were on the tour so the rabbit right mm-hmm. yeah i have seen that episode yes oh that's such a good one and they have it like on display I bet that's, I mean, a great way for them to make money. Oh. There are so many places in New York that, like, capitalize on the fact yeah. that, like, something from Sex and the City was mentioned or happened at that place. A hundred percent. So mostly women, did you have, like, any experiences with men coming on? Was there, like, yeah. ever, yeah. like, so, a straight dude? Or <laughs> <laughs> I would always say the guys on the Sex and the City tour were, like, fabulous gay men who loved the show, were visiting, um, came with, like, some friends, or like disgruntled husbands who <laughs> that sounds about right right it was this hilarious yeah. spectrum um and it was just both opposites where these men like wanted nothing more than to just jump out of the moving bus and like when we went out to like the pleasure chest they got or a cupcake. cupcake yeah they were like so miserable they would like stay on the bus like with their arms crossed but i do oh i have one really special story yeah yeah um i get to my bus And I'm always, like, the first one there. And I'm waiting outside for, like, all the ladies to come and file on. And this British guy kind of – he's bringing his, I mean, girlfriend, I imagine. And he comes to the bus and he's like, babe, like, have you guessed yet? And she's like, no, I don't know. Like, what are we doing? (gasps) And he goes, we're taking the Sex and the City tour. And she – I mean, I think I saw some, like, tears well up. She was so excited. And I was, oh, my God, I was so happy. that he was so excited to do it for her. And, like, surprise her. Bridget is full crying. It was so They haven't escaped my eyes yet. (laughs) That's exactly what happened to her. It was, like, a little lottery. (laughs) That's just so cute. I mean, it was so adorable. And I remember him being so handsome. And I was like, God damn. Because I was single this entire time. And I always used to joke about how you would have a better chance of, like, I don't know, flying to the moon than finding a guy to date <laughs> to on the se- while but working. There was one. He just on the happened to be very darlingly attached to someone Some else. other girl, yeah. <laughs> darlingly attached. <laughs> oh, my God. And one time we had a proposal. Where on, did they know? Oh, where did they propose? At O'Neill's, which is actually the real bar uh, where they filmed all of Aiden and Steve's bar scenes. I know. But it was I'll, called... I'll get there. I'll get there. Oh, it's called something it's, else on the show. Okay, okay. Yeah. See, I, have, I don't Aiden. know. Aiden. I'm getting emotional just thinking about Aiden. I know. Someone I talked to in a taxi the other day about Sex in the City was talking about Aiden being... He's a real crowd pleaser. And Aiden mm-hmm. and Burger. That's, yes. 
that's exactly what she said. And, and Steve, like, of course. Of course. <laughs> oh, I just can't wait. Bridget doesn't know anything about Steve. Very little. I mean, I know who he ends up with, but I don't know anything about him. She does, Ugh. like, mostly know who everyone ends up with. Yeah. Okay. Which is, it, it's, it's hard not to. Because she saw some of the to. movie. I saw some mm. of the some of the first movie, so I know yeah. that one. But I think I would have known that even without. I think culture would have given that one to yeah. me if oh, I hadn't Steve. seen it. And but I you know, don't know. The, there's so much about so I don't know. Sam, know. There's, I think Samantha's the one who I don't know anything about. She has a real relationship <gasps> at some point that I know about. nothing oh about. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh. <gasps> I know. Oh. It was fun. We had a lot of movie locations on the on the tour as well, which was a blast because I loved the movie. I yeah. mean, so much fun. But yeah, oh my god, you're gonna find out so much fun stuff. It's gonna this be is amazing. so exciting. Uh, yeah. I just got so excited you about have Smith, so much knowledge. Smith Jared. Juliana, <laughs> um, <laughs> what was your experience with Sex and the City growing up? So I, um, I had watched it because I have an older sister. Right. She's six years older than me. Classic. So I did the classic kind of like sneak into sister's room, watch yeah. as much as you can until someone like yells at you to get out. Um, so I was able to see a few episodes when I was super young, but then had my chance to really go through it on my own when I got my big DVD set and Incredible. went through the whole thing and watched the show. Was it a fancy show. one? Did I have? Oh, yes. It like came in this like fur. beautiful pink case. Ugh. I'm telling you guys, mine didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Such a bummer. You they got- were just like sensible and clear. Mm-hmm. I maybe if you bought like the box set with all the seasons, yeah. Like we bought them individually as seasons. God, so maybe you really missed out on something. My mom only buys things on clearance. <laughs> yeah. it's a good I policy. found actually the last time I was home, I found a, a lot of ours, and they all had like little orange stickers on them. Genius. I was like, mom, <laughs> can't why we, not? Why can't we yeah. have nice things? <laughs> they got the job done. They did. Mm-hmm. They did. Do you remember how old you were the first time you watched the whole series? Um. I was probably like maybe college. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Oh. I don't know why. Because, like, I had access to HBO, like, in high school. I think, I guess I was watching with my that sister. That might have been kind of an in between time, is the thing. Because it was mm-hmm. off air at that point. Like, yes. Like, it, it had finished. I remember watching True Blood in high school. Right. So mm-hmm. that was, like, the era, era of, like, new yeah. HBO. So you're absolutely right. It was already done, but it was kind of like in syndication like Mm -hmm. sparsely so when you watch it on e it's not the same oh my god there's no fun parts sex (laughs) there's no sex by that i mean boobs (laughs) no boobs how do they do that do they just fill the time with extra commercials yeah oh my god you don't know there's no commercials you don't watch the tv on hbo oh right yeah right 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 right. but they cut out all the good the good good they cut out all there's a lot of the point there's a lot of articles about Ellipses Sounds like and a the city. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of like articles about how it becomes just like a fruity rom com without the sex, and like mm-hmm. the sex is what right. makes it special, complicated. That we used to say yeah. that on the tour, like in the beginning, to kind of in like a, a cheeky way to warn about the graphic content and the language. We would say, "This is not the TBS version. Wow. We are giving you full HBO level Incredible. sex on the city tour." Wow. It was how so could you? Adorable. How could you do it on the other way? I though? have two questions for you. <laughs> yes. One. Which woman or hybrid do you identify with the most? Mm-hmm. And which boyfriend are you the, the weakest for? Oh, Ooh. my gosh. Good combo. Okay. I, it was actually a question in my interview for the, the position mm-hmm. as a tour guide. They asked me which um, lady I most connected with. And I said a hybrid between Miranda and Carrie, which I find to still be true. I am also that. I feel like, I feel like those, those are the places where we, like Carrie, Carrie with the Miranda rising. Mm-hmm. Charlotte Moon. Right. <laughs> 
I th- I'm glad you've embraced that because I think secretly it's there. My Charlotte moon? Yeah. I don't know. I think I have a Samantha a moon of it. too. Interesting. Mm. Like my third house is in Samantha. <laughs> okay, we're getting <laughs> we're everybody involved. Chart. I love it. Um, I think I'm a Steve with an Aiden rising. No, I'm just kidding. I'm a Carrie Miranda. Carrie Miranda. You are. I think I remain a Miranda with a little bit of Samantha, but honestly, Mostly we were talking early, bread. and I like think yeah, I could be, I I should be breeding generations of Mirandas to <laughs> well, come. Well, I don't know. Maybe Miranda. like single Bridget is Samantha. Maybe oh. she's not like I don't. Really, she's not as ex- as explicit or as that's true. Like you haven't really. I don't known really me know that. single Bridget. She definitely can be that, but I think, I think what I resonate in both of them is their independence. And mm-hmm. that they are both very independent. I think that blackout Brooke is Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> blackout Brooke is a lot of things. She might very well be a Samantha. Yeah, because when we were blackout, apparently when we were blackout at a bar. <laughs> oh, the night that I took the air tram. <laughs> the last thing I did before leaving the bar was decide not to get up on the table and then say, I want to fuck everyone in this bar. And then I left. She did that. You are joking. That's me when I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I said that to my sister and she said, you're a McNamara. <laughs> oh my goodness! That's so funny. <laughs> our friend, our our friends, Bella and Lucas were filling this in for us, and I was like, "Well, that's mortifying." And Lucas was like, "No, it was the best part of the night." <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's so. Anyway, um, part two. Part two, which man week is for? I mean, that is so hard. I know it is so hard. There's this like adorable book at the pleasure chest that we always kind of like coerce the women into buying. Um, <laughs> and it was a really cute, uh, sex in the city kiss. It's called kiss and tell. And it's got like all these exposés on like the mm. shoes and the clothes and the boys. And there's this adorable page of like all the men that every Whoa. one of the girls have dated. And so Samantha's is like really long and, <laughs> and it takes up like all these pages. Um, so it's fun. Cause I used to, while everyone was shopping for just like you know, dildos it. and things, yeah. I was paging through and like kind of reading up. And I remember loving um, the new Yankee. <gasps> I love oh, the new Yankee. Hair. That just happened. And he was oh, amazing. I was gonna and say, I was so have you sad seen he was him? just a one episode stand. I know. And Carrie just like wasn't in a place. And no. I was like, I mean, if you dated like he was a new Yankee. So he too. was so and so sweet and so cute. Oh, obsessed. I'm like interested him. in her, even though he was kind of like baffled exactly. by her. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, what a freaking great guy. But then at the same time, it's hard to not pull from like, you know, the OGs. I think Burger is mine. Really? Oh. Can I ask a follow-up question? Yeah, of course. Which is because he doesn't come up in this episode at all. How do you feel about Big? Mm. Big oh. picture. Yeah. No, I mean. pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> big picture, I think, you know, he ends up you know, being the perfect guy for Carrie. And I personally, I don't have like, I personally don't know if I could date him, but I think that a lot of my attraction to people was subconsciously formed by watching Sex and the City as an 11 year old. This does not surprise me. I like watched big, especially watching now. Like I've watched big do things where be like, (gasps) I remember watching that. I Mm -hmm. like, this has happened to me. Yeah. Like I like I allow this to happen to me because I think maybe there's a chance that he'll come he's around. The, he'll, pro- yeah. he'll propose to me with the, the my ring of my dream, mm-hmm. if you will. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty skeptical about big. Yeah, it's hard not to be. Yeah, and like I know I know it ends there, which makes me 
almost more resistant to it, you which know, is why I, don't get I to think organically I, like watch it happen, yeah, and be surprised by mm-hmm. it when it becomes the right thing. But there maybe. is so much that you I know, don't I know, I haven't know. seen so much exactly yet. I can't because decide. she doesn't know about the end of season two. She doesn't know about season three. She doesn't, she doesn't know, know about, about Natasha. Know about literally anything. Oh my god. She doesn't know about point. Paris. She doesn't know no. about Paris. Oh god, I've said too much. But it's like it's just fabulous. You're gonna like learn so much. Oh, also, last thing before we should dive in. Have you ever had something happen to you that you've been like, oh, this is so sex in the city of me or like to me or I think including but not limited to eating cake out of the trash. (laughs) (laughs) I can't say I've done that. Um, It's probably okay. Right. For the best. But I guess I would probably say when I was living in Dumbo, I had this really gorgeous view of Lower Manhattan and the Brooklyn Bridge and I remember having such an appreciation for it yeah it was stunning and I'd wake up and I'd look at you know the city and I'd have this moment where I was like I live in New York City and I felt like such a cool like sex in the city girl myself and then ironically enough I was waking up to like go do the sex in the city tour which was a blast so yeah. it was kind of like just being here that gave yeah. me there's That's something so, so cool. special you it's kind of like how new york is like a character in shows like this Absolutely. too like when you live here it, you're it feels like a character well, in it's your what, life it's what people like per- think of as yeah, new york yeah people thing. who don't live here think this is what new york right. is a hundred percent even though it's 20 years ago yeah people are like i'm gonna move to new york and be carrie bradshaw even though you literally couldn't because I mean, it would be impossible to facilitate her lifestyle. I know. You could not be as, as a columnist. columnist. <laughs> yeah. With Manolo's yeah. living in the, you know, a brownstone. Um, but I completely agree. People used to come on the tour and come to New York for the Sex in the City tour. Yeah. And it wasn't just like one or two people. A lot yeah. of people said that they traveled to the city because of the show. I did that in Europe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I went to Salzburg to do the Sound of Music tour. That's incredible. And I got on a bus and we drove <laughs> through the hills while they played the Sound of Music. Oh, my God. And I cried my it little really eyes does. out. Yeah. I got to walk through the, the like, park and reenact Do, um, do Re Me. And then, like, Patrick and I, like, have a picture, like, doing 16 going on 17. Like, there's a picture the of gazebo. us, like, in front of the Von Trapp uh, house. It's, like, it's that. When you grow up being, like. It's a real. It's real. I mean, like, I think the hills of Austria are, like, maybe more beautiful than New York. The but trash heaps of New York. The sex shop that I took all the tourists to. <laughs> you could I say that. I mean, that. it didn't stop people from taking pictures in front of it and inside of it. Yeah. Really I want to go. We got to go on the tour, but yeah, I have to should. wait yeah. until she sees the whole thing. I know. Right? I gotta oh, wait. yeah. 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 Then yeah. It'll be worth it. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll I'll just go by myself. <laughs> fine i get it i'd be happy to even take you on like a private tour i'm telling you when you're back i haven't done the tour in so long but if you plot me in front of the plaza i could start all over again like nothing i did it so much all of a lifetime it really (laughs) plot me in front of them you could you just drop me there and i could just start rambling to you that's amazing i know i just did it so so much and it was it was basically a four-hour script, and you were able to insert, you know, little jokes here and there, totally. and you had a lot wow. of things you had to say, but for the most part, you're watching Sex in the City, and you're pointing outside, being like, that's Tiffany and co., right here on 57th of Fifth, wow. and everyone's like, Ugh. Losing their minds. <laughs> Losing it. Like, oh, my God. side of a fishbowl, like, <laughs> head <laughs> stuck to the glass. Picturing oh. that, like, starfish and finding Nemo. Literally. <laughs> that's amazing. Man. <laughs> 
Should we dive into this Should episode? Should we dive in? I would love to. So this is season two, episode four. Mm, they shoot people. <laughs> oh, they God. shoot single people, don't they? Is that what it's called? They shoot single people, comma. Don't they? Mm. Here we are. Carrie is, as she does, comparing living in New York to unrealistic things. <laughs> in this case, rare events like Hallie's comment and... Uh, nope, not comment. Comment. <laughs> we were just going to let me get away with that. Yeah. Haley's comment. I just thought you said... Haley's comment. Comment. That's like... You know that thing Haley said once? <laughs> <laughs> Such a rare thing. Such a rare event. That's she like in once. Chuck right now when they're going for Chuck's bachelor party. They're going to... Um, they're going to Vegas, but <laughs> but Awesome actually takes them to Las oh, yeah. Vegas, which is just like a this hike. place in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Haley's comment. Haley's comment. Um, uh, or solar eclipses, or getting a second latte for free, which which I'm like, babe, <laughs> get a punch card. <laughs> every ten lattes, it's free. I get It'll a free coffee a every ten weeks of therapy. It's my reward for working on my mental health because <laughs> there's a coffee shop right next to my therapist, so I have a punch card. And so every you know two and a half months, I get a free. What a good reward system. I, I love that. <laughs> so the rare event in this episode is that all four of the ladies are out. Together and single. Okay, and we still have not confirmed. Is this the club where Center Stage was also filmed? <laughs> have you guys seen that movie? No, sorry. Mm-mm. You've never seen Center Stage? No, new podcast, babe. Hey, mm. there it is. <laughs> just You're one. just growing in numbers. <laughs> Great, okay. let's do it. The Center Stage podcast where yep. we watch Center Stage every week. And, and talk, talk about it. <laughs> Honestly. Sounds amazing. I could do it. I well, they ha- they they want to let loose and they go dancing, and I'm pretty they sure they go it's, salsa dancing. It's, it's reminiscent of Which this is really fun. salsa club, and it is interesting because like we're watching them be single, but we're watching them be single through the eyes of all these men. I hated them. it. I really had like a mm-hmm. visceral response to being like you're it's, you're celebrating being single, but you, you're panning to the responses of all the men at this club. It's interesting. It's kind of it's to me. It was kind of just like that doesn't go away whether you're single or not. Why yeah. don't we go dancing? I love dancing. I danced all over this bar last night. It was actually really f- We should go here because there were people dancing and it was really fun. Yeah, I've only been dancing with my 30-year-old friends. Yeah, well, that's legit also. Mm. They, they matter. They're real. <laughs> they toast to not having men in their life and Charlotte's like, it's bad luck, I won't do it, but she does. <laughs> and they take shots. They're taking tequila shots. I love tequila. Yeah. So the Ooh. club owner comes over. William. Sweet, sweet William. He's real into Samantha, and she turns him down for the night. Cause I it's think the first time in Samantha's history mm. has turned down a man. But how could she not? She has to preserve the single girls' night. Yeah. It's so rare they're all four of them together. And, and he, Miranda calls her the fuck out. <laughs> She's like, I'm so impressed. <laughs> Miranda's all of us. Team Miranda She's forever. the best. I love her. Um, but Carrie tells them that she has this, like, interview in the morning that she got. She's going to be in a... 20 Manhattan singles, single, single and, and fabulous. fabulous, through Sweet Stanford, Happy Pride, has a boyfriend. <laughs> has a boyfriend. He um, has a boyfriend named Nevin. He's an assistant photo editor. And so Carrie's like, I can't get drunk, and proceeds to get And Charlotte, of all people, hammered. is like, no, no, you have to stay. We're hmm. all single together. And then They Carrie. do this, like, hilarious, like, <laughs> drunk montage of blur. <laughs> And she's like, says hi to the garbage man. As Which if, I love. As if yeah. Carrie like has a relationship to the garbage man. She's also wearing these like sateen, pink sateen pants. Yeah. Which kill me. And it's then like she's amazing. still in them the next morning. Because the only option is to stay up. I was, I, I tried she, to do this. She dances till dawn. Last week. How late? I don't know. Did you stay out with us, Gwee? No. I was probably there. I left. Did you like come three. back? You left when I should have just left. I left as the pizza arrived. Mm. And the two of us, like, ships in the night. Ugh. I was there. 
when the oh, pizza you and arrived. The pizza. Yeah. <laughs> me and the I was pizza. like, I had been there before that. Oh no, girl. <laughs> me and the pizza delivery man. Shook the night. Um, well, because the pizza took forever, but our friend Lily did a beautiful concert at Fifty Four yes. Below. Oh, how was it? It was amazing. Awesome. That's so. She fun. doesn't listen to this podcast because she doesn't know how, but <laughs> she'll She's be happy though. to know that. She's, she she's got a shout out, but yeah. I was like, I had work at six and I was, I would have to have w- woken up at five. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stick it out. And then at three fifteen, miserable, I was like, I got to take a nap. Yeah. And it was a long day. Cause it was just like, I did not, I did not fare well. It never works Oof. out as well as you think it's going to when you decide to stay up. Yeah. And for Carrie, she stays up all night, all morning and then falls asleep. And of course, Has misses a, her appointment. There's also like a, such Starbucks product placement. Yeah. <laughs> the other time there was Starbucks products placement. Product, it was out the window. Yeah. When she has um, lunch with Big's ex-wife and there's just like a full Starbucks in the back and it you're like crazy okay it's starbucks mm-hmm. so she's 40 minutes late stanford's freaking she's like 20 minutes i'll be there in 20 minutes can and we talk indeed, about how stanford is wearing like transition lenses that have not transitioned out of being in the sun <laughs> there's um, a skylight yeah. <laughs> it is sunny You're in like the what's up with these glasses well carrie shows up in oh in a full poncho in knit poncho, knit poncho. with like little balls that um, like corset zips up the top. And Nevin's like, hello, you're about a fucking month late. It's amazing. It's, it's so good. So Carrie's just like rushed on to do a light test. And this see you next Tuesday um, photographer is like testing the light. And Carrie's like, is there going to be makeup on? And she's like, yeah, 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 yeah. She goes, thank God. Um, she's just doing test shots before she before she checks lighting or to check lighting? To check lighting, I think. Mm-hmm. And so Carrie's smoking and she's like, you sure you don't mind? And the woman's like, I don't care if you're shooting up. <laughs> what an interesting And Carrie's comment. like being kind of a diva. She's like, Stanford, I need coffee. Like, I'm I didn't go s- to bed last night. Your fault, bitch. Yeah, mm-hmm. she like tries to like be like, I'm so cute, I didn't sleep. But it's like, you knew you had to be here. And now she has coffee and a cigarette in her hand. And then they do sweet exercising together. Samantha's friends. above power walking. Samantha's throwing I her arms. Think think she's doing like full calisthenics. <laughs> yeah, she is. That's the word that popped into my head too. It's, mm-hmm. But there's no other word for what they're doing. And now she's like. <laughs> also, can we just talk about the, the nipples happening just we really fast? absolutely should. They're so, I, I wrote. They're oh, prominent. Nipples. The oh, 90s. There they are. Yeah. Um, it's um, the gossip. This is like a famous quote. But like, let's gossip and get our heart rates up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see that like meme that's a good and one. GIF I think everywhere. But um, we see an old love of Miranda's. Mm-hmm. Josh, who, is that his name? Yeah, I think so. I'm gonna look up. He's an optometrist. Optometrist. He works yeah. on eyes. On eyes, and he's like running backwards, training for a marathon. And he's like, "You should call me." <laughs> is he running? I don't think he's running back. He runs backwards to talk to Miranda. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. That's what I mean. But that was really unclear. <laughs> backwards marathon. <laughs> so he. <laughs> So they just see this guy running backwards. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, sorry, he wanted to talk <laughs> to Miranda. You're on a running You're like, oh, I used to fuck that guy. He was running backwards <laughs> through Central Park. I'm like, on the loop. He has to know when the turn is coming. Oh, sorry, yes. Okay. Um, but Miranda says that she faked orgasms with him, and it literally shocks Carrie so much they have to stop talking and sit down and talk about Miranda Carrie faking something. has to light up a cig. Mm-hmm. And... How many people bought necklaces, nameplate necklaces, like Carrie's wearing right there? That was so must have many. been such a thing in 1999 mm-hmm. because of this. I feel like Absolutely. that was a thing in 1999. Anyway, yeah. Mark Feuerstein. Mm-hmm. Mm. Is he on Friends? I feel like he's on Friends. I feel like he must <gasps> He has been. my birthday. No way. Ooh. June 8th, Kindred baby. Spirits. Um, okay, sorry for this um, pause. All right, he's he's in the new Wet Hot American Summer. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm excited for that. He's in has a stint on Prison Break. 
Um, he was the um, doctor on Royal Pains. Yes, he's on years. Royal Pains. And he has a new sitcom coming out. Yes. 9JKL. He has, he did an episode of, he's in a movie both called In Her Eyes and In Her Shoes. <laughs> What's <Wow>. next? <laughs> he's on the West Where Wing. will he be next in her? <laughs> Ooh. Oh, wait. <laughs> I'm having phrasing troubles. <laughs> Yikes. But speaking of. Speaking of. I think that, orgasms. Yeah. It's like such a fabulous thing about the show is that it opened up just like. Talking about stuff yeah. like this. Also funny. Not only is he in Sex in the City, but he's also on a TV series in 1995 called Caroline in the City. <laughs> wow. He's got a little theme going yeah, on. Okay, he's on Hannah's sixth episode arc on The West Wing, which is probably oh, how I recognize That makes sense. Got it. Thank you for coming on that IMDb journey with me. Of course. Um, Happy to. So they're talking about orgasms. Yeah, we were and just saying how, like, yeah, that you were saying that it's remarkable that this show is talks about stuff like this. That's so yeah. real and hard to talk about sometimes. Yeah, it really gave women the like, author the ownership to be able to be like, I need clitoral stimulation. It's just like seeing <laughs> someone, <laughs> honestly, real real talk. I do. I can't. Me I, too. I don't, Same. Yeah. Okay, cool. But oh. And it's, it's like, like the, the, power ther- the therapist. <laughs> you can't come from penetration. <laughs> Amazing. Um, I'm It's like the therapist said in the episode when Samantha and Small Dick James go to her where she's like, oh. some women just don't orgasm from penetration. And it's like, that was being said through a TV to millions of young women and women who watching like, it, which who like didn't I maybe hear that from, from penetration. And that's fine. And yeah. like learning how to then explore it and like make your life better. Seriously. But Charlotte is firmly on the other side where she's like, I mean, an orgasm can't that's because send you a valentine. Charlotte, like Charlotte's thing is that she doesn't realize she enjoys like sexual acts until they're happening to her right. consistently. She, she kind of has a little bit of cognitive dissonance about like because how she thinks like, she is and what she actually likes and no, wants. No, but then like a guy will put her tongue on his tongue on her clit and she's like oh, oh. she's like I'm busy forever yeah, <laughs> bye <literally>. guys <laughs> marrying him see ya she's like orgasms can't send you Valentine's Day cards like orgasms can't send you uh, uh, hold don't your hold hand. your hand in a sad movie and Carrie's Car- like mine do, do. <laughs> and who's to say that one moment is any more important than when he gets up and pours you a cup of coffee in the morning let's go I'll take an orgasm over a cup of French drip Colombian any day. See, for me, it's a toss-up. Like, I was like, I don't have time for that, bitch. <laughs> she's like, I would take an orgasm over a cup of French drip yeah. Colombian any day. And Carrie says, I don't know, it's a toss-up for me, which is <laughs> literally me. Oh, this oh is God, the moment. I hate this The part. truth comes out. Oh, God. Carrie stops at a bodega. Her not the bodega. bodega yeah. Like her little like street stand by her house. And her face is on the face of New York Magazine. And she looks ratchet. Haggard. Yeah. So, like, we we have to assume that they did take actual photos of her, right? Because, yeah. We because the woman said they'd put makeup on her. And I don't, I think if Carrie, if they'd been like, click, click, you're late, bye. Like, Carrie would know that. There were terrible photos bad, yeah. being taken. That would be happening. She's totally blindsided by this. Mm-hmm. It's literally just her smoking. The camera, like tilts as if like she's hallucinating yeah. on her head looking at as her she face. sees it and of course she's mortified and, it, and the other was, thing she was promised being in an yeah. article called single and fabulous and it is but it's single and fabulous question mark question mark with her face on newsstands across the city question mark so she grabs her cigarettes and runs and then she goes to brunch in a denim bucket hat with her girls love it a denim bucket hat I want to bring. What would you guys do if I wore a bucket hat? 
Mm-hmm. I would lovingly support it. you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> Correct answers. We can continue. Friendship. <laughs> she says, that question mark is hostile. Um, it is hostile. They're reading from it. And yeah, it's interesting. Brooke, you, you, you did, you caught this, that like they had to have taken real photos with her and deliberately chosen Ooh, this it because sucks. she has no idea it's coming. And so yeah. there are like levels of badness here. Mm-hmm. And it then the article becomes about like, are you lying to yourself? Like, is single being fun? Like, is it like the whole question mark is like She's the, the whole thing of, that Carrie sort of defines yeah. herself as like being single and fabulous exclamation point. Mm-hmm. And then literally to put a question mark is like, you think you're all Ooh. that? And you they're, sure? they're judging you. Yeah. And and Charlotte and Samantha both kind of pull something from it where, like, you know, they're like, well, being single was fun when you were in your 20s. And, you know, staying up all night isn't as cute when you're in your 40s. Which is and Charlotte's like, staying up all night? <sighs> and, and Samantha goes, who's 40? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, those are those, those. Yeah. Uh, this fears. is a thing that I actually like about the show is how it, very slyly will like reveal the insecurities of the characters mm-hmm. except Miranda who's like <laughs> but like Samantha especially like has such Secret, a con- like yeah. a what's the insecurities all over the place what's the word I'm thinking of like she has a, a what complex about yeah. being mm-hmm. old yeah yeah um and she's only probably what like do you know how old Samantha is um well, I know in the movie she turns 50, so right. I would imagine she's like in her the series. early 40s. Yeah. Maybe, I wonder, does she turn 40 during the series? I don't think so. I think she's already, I think she's already 40. I have a question. Do you happen to know, Juliana, when their birthdays are? Ooh, no. We're going to do this. I'm going to look it up because I want to know what their star signs are. Oh, a bajillion percent. Yeah. It has to be out there. You know I'm where? Sure it's, it's totally in that book. I'm going to coerce you two into getting it now, <laughs> too. Oh, my God. Do you get oh, commission from us? Imagine. Like, I still get commission. Royalties. Oh, we books. also... <laughs> Miranda's like, you know what? Fuck them. Exclamation point. And, Char- and, and Samantha's like, fuck them. And Carrie's like, fuck them. And Charlotte goes, fuck them. And Carrie goes, Charlotte, Charlotte said, said fuck. <laughs> <laughs> really cute i love charlotte i know who doesn't i feel so really she comes through far away from her like yeah and samantha too a lot of the time i'm just like you are so different than me and how you think about things yeah but i love you that's the part of me that i'm really not samantha like i'm a little part of samantha and it's like the independence and the, (laughs) the ferociousness i think sometimes you know like i don't I think maybe it surprises you because we keep seeing this like secret, dark, insecure side of Samantha. That's and not that's the like, Samantha that I think you right, are. Right, right. That's what that's I mean. That's the Samantha I don't think that I, I think I am. Really? Oh, I'm dark as fuck. But not, you don't exist with this like deep underlying constant thing that we're seeing revealed about Samantha, do you think? No. We all have depths. I mean, we definitely, we've talked about this before, but like Samantha has become like a scary tale almost. I was like, well, watching it around this this round, I was like, Samantha suffers from like intense depression. I'm a, a theory that because like there's a lot of cat like very casual mentions of like Samantha being like like Carrie will be like, well, you know, we have to take care of Samantha. Like we don't want Samantha to freak out or like right. we can't mention her age or, or like she's so fragile during the like whole scene with the pregnant friend and how like all of Samantha's deep seated insecurities. Like comes, she uh, kind of like implies that, episode, that there's like, like a mask. Whole, yeah. And it's like, now that I'm watching it with, through that lens, I'm like, Oh my God, Samantha's like a very sad character. This is the second episode. We watch her like, because you want her to be this like power lady who it yeah. seems like she is. And then it's a little bit, I mean, it's good because complex characters, but also you're like, Oh, but 
That's so satisfying. I also have a crazy theory that they're all actually inside Carrie's head. Which Whoa. then, which we then talked about and joked about. And then Sarah Jessica Parker went on a, someone else's podcast and talked about how she thought they were all in her head. Because think You're about kidding. it. They're all. So she listens to this podcast. She listens to this podcast. <laughs> Definitely. Sarah Jessica Parker, we'd love to have you on the show. Um, but it's like, they're the id ego and the super ego. And oh. Carrie is just, like just like this blank like slate. blank slate. And she f- like projects how she feels about things through these women. It makes a lot of and sense. And she's just writing them all. Yeah. Like they're, they're wow. um, tools for her column. I also learned this, and maybe, Juliana, you can wow. speak to this too. That mm-hmm. So Kent, her name is Carrie Bradshaw because Candace Bushnell like, wanted a pseudonym that like had the same initials as her. Mm. So that's where the CB comes from, the Carrie Bradshaw. That makes mm-hmm. sense. That would be like me naming my like, character in my novel. Barbara. Bridget Woodstock. <laughs> oh. Bridget Woodstock is better than Barbara. I agree completely. <laughs> I was like, B name, B name. Barbara could be a, but I a real one right here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was easier for me to think of it, honestly. I like Woodstock. Thanks. I don't know where it came from. Mm. Depths of my brain. Ooh. Ooh. I love it. Um, so the crux of, oops, the crux of this issue kind of becomes about like, how much are we faking it? Both in relationships and in sex, but like in a, in a bigger sense too mm-hmm. in like even the friendships lies. or oh the lies oh I've, I was gonna ask you guys this yeah like how we fake it and like what we're lying to ourselves like how they're single and fabulous is that like something that Carrie I was gonna ask if there Carrie were Carrie has a reckoning with herself where she's like oh the person I'm faking it with is me yeah like am I actually happy being single mm. and I was wondering like what do you think the millennial like 20 something version like w- very broad but like these lies that we convince ourselves like because I feel like being single is like obviously one of them still Mm -hmm. um but in a less like because I feel like a lot of these women like want to be married in the next like year and a half where I feel like none of us are at that point itching yeah um but like you mean just relationship wise no oh yeah just like oh like it's a like for me I like being an actor I like feel like I'm like what am I doing I have those moments where I'm like am I deluding myself into pursuing this thing I feel that way about kind of like everything in the future. There's that tweet that was going around that was like, um, shout out to my millennials who are doing things to making moves to plan for their future that they're keenly aware won't ever happen, which is kind of, it, that's butchering it, but it's kind of like, it feels like the whole universe is in limbo and changing. And it's like when Anna and I were talking too about like not being sure I want to have kids because I feel so dire about like the environment and shit like that to me. I don't know that that's like a classic millennial one or if that's like me, but I think I often am faking it to myself that, like, I'm going to grow up and have the same kind of life that I watch, like, the generation of my parents have, you know, and everybody's going to keep doing this thing really, like, get married and have kids and keep doing it, because I think society is going to change in our lifetimes. I agree. Yeah. Well, it's also, I might like, be, like, a little big and dark, but... <laughs> I don't know. Samantha. <laughs> there she is. There she is. Way to bring it all back to you. Thank you. Um, I just thought of one, and I forgot it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I... Uh, completely lost Millennial. it. Sorry. Millennial. Oh, 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 yeah, Faking yeah, yeah. So, like, Carrie has this, like, you know, she's single and fabulous. She has to be Carrie Bradshaw from her column. Mm. And I feel like we have that with, like, I have to, you know, present myself this way on Instagram or I have to present myself this way oh, on sure. Twitter. Yeah. Social yeah. media is faking it to yourself often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, look at this amazing else. life I'm living. But, but also, like, that half, I'm half, that's maybe 3% putting of out like actually while doing. I'm like in exactly. my bed doing nothing on a Friday you know yeah like, and like the stress I feel like sometimes it can be really stressful and I'm like who cares exactly yeah all right anyway good talk yeah 
<laughs> so Carrie's writing this episode about faking it, basically, and the ways we're faking it. So Faking of faking it. Yeah, right into it. Miranda. Hooks up with her ophthalmologist guy. Optometrist. optometrist. Okay, I definitely have, I have that in my head for a reason. I don't know what that means. His opto- optometrist guy, and she fakes an orgasm. Mm-hmm. And then we meet Charlotte's new beau all of a sudden, who is this. He's not a beau, he's just a friend. Right? Oh, that's right, that's right. He's an out-of-work <laughs> actor. Key, key difference, honestly, because that does change. True. He um, is an out-of-work actor friend who's, like, being her Mr. Handyman, basically. Yeah, but he's not here for long. Difference between ophthalmologist and optometrist and optician. Ophthalmologist is a medical... Ophthalmologists differ from optometrists in their levels of training and what they can diagnose and treat. Oh, but they're both eye doctors. They're all eye doctors. Nice. I think ophthalmologists can do surgery on your eyes. That makes sense. I think Josh might be ophthalmologist. No, she says, oh, no, because she just says eye doctor. I think he is. Wow. I, I'm validated. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I put Why it. didn't you say optician? There's also opticians. Because <laughs> I like whichever one I say. The things you learn. <laughs> the the sex in the city part. <laughs> <laughs> we um, only have eyes for sex in the city. Hey, <laughs> a bunch. <laughs> Um, so oh, he's going back to Salt Lake City. No, he's not going back. He's Sorry, just doing sorry. Right. He's doing this. Jesus. <laughs> he's doing a soap I opera. I can't speak. <laughs> Brooke just mind smacking me. Jesus. I'm just kidding. It was an air smack. <laughs> air smack. Um, but it's so funny. He's an actor. And so Charlotte is a... I want to know how they met. Because and like, how does... Then they're making out. Beauty Charlotte meet... I think they live in the same building, which Which also I find very interesting. Maybe it's a very 90s thing. He does look like he looks like a dad knockoff Hugh Jackman. You're right. Yeah, Yeah, daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But he has a lot of time because he's an out of work actor. I wonder what that's like. He's like like grout in the bathtub. (laughs) So he can can do all of her tasks. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm going to move to Salt Lake City to be on this like mormon soap opera and she's of like course. no you can't i have to kiss you <laughs> so she fucks him so then they do that and like, he continues to like fix things, fix things. <laughs> her apartment ends up looking of great carrie <laughs> says are we faking more than orgasms are we faking entire relationships is it better to fake it than be the alone queen. she's the queen that's of a big question and then we get them um, oh interviews with randos but so during carrie's and i wondered seg- segment um she talks about being alone as the equivalent of being a leper and i thought that was like also not the first time leper has been used in this show as a remember the like the first episode when they go around the table talking about being a single woman and they're like something leper whore yeah it's an it's a way it's an intense reference it is very like archaic and yeah very strong very strong yeah these ideas that there are things you can do where you'll just like ousted from society yeah, like yeah. are we faking more than just relationships and it's yeah. like is faking you know status or yeah in like i don't know this is gross this woman this like goes with Rando's, she goes you know my boyfriend and i were really compatible except for one thing he like thin blonde wasp type so now i am so i became one yeah Oof. which is and she was like we were perfectly compatible except he hated me physically so i changed everything about him. <laughs> <laughs> and then Brooke's favorite one. Oh my god so there's a woman and a man and he's signing to her and then she looks directly at the camera and says I don't understand sign language <laughs> and I'm like your whole relationship is not only based on a lie but you can't really understand a up. single like no. how you can't communicate how in can that you, yeah. scenario I would say yes better to be alone <laughs> yeah <laughs> than be a huge understand someone yeah. be a huge have you ever changed or lied or faked a relationship or anything or like faked it 
an interest in something for a relationship. I just rewatched Mean Girls yesterday and her like be- being dumb so that Aaron Samuels oh, will tutor her. Anyway. Um, have you? I mean, it's on the nose, but orgasm. Yeah. I oh, mean, oh, definitely. It's like we really could start a whole other podcast about it. Yeah. Um, just because, and I, I remember watching this episode. This episode is like very special to me. I remember Josh and Miranda, and I remember them having this conversation and thinking, oh my God, like, I end up talking about it. Really? One. Yeah. Because yeah. I was with a guy. Uh, not my current boyfriend. Hey, Josh. <laughs> um, this doesn't happen with him. But before him, there was a guy who just did not know what was going on. Yeah. And he was, like, older than me. And I was like, what have how you been doing? have you gone through? It's also just, like, shows you how hard it is for to speak up. Because you're like, literally no one has ever like told you that this doesn't work. my forefathers, the girls yeah. who came before <laughs> me in relation to this guy, stayed silent. Because there is no way you have to be some kind of scientific freak to orgasm from what he was doing. So Damn. I was like, I mean, Scientific it's what you just <laughs> said. It's what you just said though, where you had a moment of, Oh, I'm not the only one. That's yeah. the power of this show is them just, it's just seeing a conversation about sex happen can be so empowering yeah. where you're like, Oh, we can talk about this or exactly. like, Oh, when something doesn't work or feel good, like that doesn't have to happen. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, it's a, it's a thing. Yeah. Damn. So it, it was such a, great episode to have watched as like a young person yeah yeah carrie has now post ratchet photo decided to quit smoking and has changed her vice to she Hershey's has. kisses a i would say too i've not faked it but i've gotten i've not faked it so much as gotten genuinely interested in something because i'm like oh this person i'm into like likes this oh, thing so then i do it but it's it, i don't like f- i try not to force it yeah you know i agree anyway um they're all sitting around, all of course dressed for like different looking occasions and mm-hmm. times. It's my clitoris, not, not the, the sphinx. sphinx. Miranda says Thank about you, men girl. trying to figure in it her out. Sensible turtleback. He told me he really likes that I can come while he's fucking me. How can he actually believe that that's all it takes? Yeah, Cynthia Nixon doesn't. Tony Ward winner Cynthia Nixon like. <laughs> doesn't understand why the man can't just find her. It's like a mystery. And um, I like Carrie. Carrie's like, also, where's Charlotte? Yeah, where mm. is she? With her out-of-work actor. <laughs> yeah. I said at one point in this when I was taking notes, too, that um, I felt like this was the first episode that, like, had, like, a clear lot to say throughout the whole thing that was, like, a cohesive kind of message. Where, I mean, every episode has had, like, themes and tropes and stuff, but this, I felt like, was so wholly empowering in the large part and was mm-hmm. like made sense and like offered real uh, like they don't all end on the same page they each kind of have like a different end mm-hmm. to the faking it question anyway we can get there mm-hmm. so samantha's on a date with william the club owner and he keeps like hypothesizing all of these adventures like we can go sailing we yeah. can go to the hamptons we can we do can, this i can take you to my club and we can dance up there yeah yeah. And it's just about, it's about the we thing. The we thing. Yeah. I had a we guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, and it's it really never... easy to get into it and get of so course. excited. It's, it's so like nice. hypnotism, yeah. but it, it really is the we guys that will always fuck you over. Always fuck you over. And I think it's actually like a really interesting thing to think about because there's something about them that's like incapable of like mm-hmm. committing or like doing yeah. the things that they say but they, they also, want to. It's like they, it's like you can, f- you can, um, speed up intimacy 
by intimating yeah. that like, like you guys are going to be or a like, we. Um, yeah. So you can get to that like relationship place, but then they fast. don't aren't actually interested because in being they don't want to do any yeah right. any of the like you know the dirty work. They're just like we can go on this trip or like we right. can we go can do this here thing. do this thing and it's like all these lofty. I actually know a guy who I'm very close friends with who like has admitted to me that he does this. <gasps> He'll like talk about like Ugh. I want to show the you future. this place. Mm-hmm. Like I want to show it you where makes I'm you from. Feel, yeah. And he's like, and I know that I'm doing it, but it like. It'll because it's a it's a cheap trick. It'll hook them. It's em. easy, right? Yeah. And they're and they're like, oh my god, this guy is like considering me in his future, yeah. and like that feels comfortable and safe, and some like something I would want to come back to. And it makes the like dickwad end of it like hurt more. Oh my god! Because yeah. if you like hadn't done that, I would have been like, oh well, that was just a fun. That was fuck. a guy. Because yeah. it's also like, also why like, did oh, you I fell for that? that. I yeah. fell for that, and what's that's wrong what, with you? That's yeah. what makes it turn it around on you. Because right. it's like, wow. It's like, you oh, take you a, were stupid enough to feel that that was genuine. When you take a step mm-hmm. back, you're like, those were all games. Like, yeah. I, if you didn't think I'm that you were such a catch, then you would. You know, you just go to the craziest places where mm-hmm. you're like. Seriously. So the we guy, not a hoax, a real thing for sure. Well, well, I also think that this episode is the first one that we've that we've done that um, is like still relevant. Like the entire episode mm-hmm. is pretty much still relevant oh, yeah. in it 2017. Does. It does feel. All I feel like of it. a lot of them are so so dated. And she calls Carrie, and Carrie's like, "You got a wee man." And Be then careful. we see. We see Miranda like she's like not even pretending. She's, she's literally just, like, she's just, just staring at him, in bed, like still. smiling at him. <laughs> and he's doing this terrible thing where he's like, "I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come. I want you to come. Come with me. Come with Which me." It's just like, like, "Yeah, bitch, I'd love to." Yeah, that is not how this <laughs> works. <laughs> but it's not not that easy. <laughs> Take a step back. Yeah. Oh no, he doesn't so he know. Asks her if she came, and she's like, "No," which is like a very awkward thing when like. A guy, yeah. when you like do have sex and he comes in and is like, good night. And then it's like, did you come? And you have to be like, yeah, mm, of course. Really. Well, that's when it's different <laughs> is because like you, when you get to a point where you can be like, nope, can we make that happen? You know? And then it's yeah. like you move on to the next part of it where like sex doesn't end with a man coming. Because mm-hmm. I think that's often how it seems. And yeah. then it's really hard to break out of that cycle if you've never seen it demonstrated in front of you like Miranda's Preach. doing here. Yeah. And so she, he he's really like, starts no, no, no. to freak out. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, he's like, he's like, you know, it's just you come, came every other time. And Miranda's Ooh. like, well. About. And he like goes into panic. He really does. He's like, oh, so everyone I've ever been with has faked an orgasm. He's which, to be honest, upright. is probably not as crazy an idea he's as like, he thinks it is. Yeah. It might be true. I think it it's could be. so funny. Well, he's like, I'm a doctor. I understand a woman's anatomy. You're an eye doctor. Well, do you know how the clitoris works? Yes. Do you know where it is? Yes. Well, it's about two inches from where you think it is. Oh, my God. Spirals. And then her response is amazing because her response is... No, his response is amazing. He puts his little glasses on and he says, give me some tips. And then she like really leans into it. Teach me. (laughs) This is is what you hope for. I mean, you hope you don't have to do the faking orgasms for weeks before. She's she's doing the Lord's work. She's making it better for the next woman who comes along. So good. And so then out of work actor who Zaddy decides not to go to Salt Lake City because he has to stay. He and Charlotte are calling each other honey. Yeah. And that's what you know. Well, Carrie says so. They're doing the wee thing too. Mm -hmm. They're kissing. It's like there's this episode. How quickly things change. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Bye, honey. (laughs) She's so cute. She's so loves being in a relationship. She does. She She just loves having like. A dude. I love I love her optimism when she says that like what if he's the one? Like yeah. what if? How do you know he's been here the whole time? She really does stay optimistic. She really does every single time. Well her extreme is 
marriage. That's always yeah. the goal. So like she gets a guy who, you know, she gets Mr. Pussy, marriage. She gets a handyman, marriage. There's never like the well-rounded, <laughs> fully, um, you know, he's never like Well, she like has to make him yet. into her husband right, as opposed to right. finding her husband. Um, and I, I actually really like this because it's like one of the first times that we get to see, not the first time, but we, when one we get of. to see like Carrie and Charlotte alone. Totally. Um, because I feel like it's the one time when Carrie can be the advice giver mm-hmm. or maybe the like more, the wiser one. Yeah. So I feel like with Miranda and Samantha both, like Carrie is the like right. beta. Mm-hmm. Right. Because Charlotte's like naive often. Yeah. And so Carrie yeah. can like become the wiser one. Yeah. Well, and Carrie's like, well, maybe I'm lying to myself. Like, maybe I'm not happy being single. Have you guys had reckonings like this? Like, specifically when you're... Maybe we talked about this a little bit earlier, but... Because I feel like I get to this point frequently in something where I'm like, oh, the real issue is I have yet to acknowledge myself a key factor of this. Yeah, I don't think I can think of one, like, right no, off the not. top of my head, but I've definitely, like... This feels the real. This, it's just a thing. Just yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, like, being single, it's like... I'm like, I'm in my 20s. Like, I love being in my 20s and I'm like actually I think I'm gonna be better off when I'm in my 30s like yeah I don't know but like what does that mean is it uh, you know what actually it did I was in like a very intense love triangle for my first year out of college yes I was like isn't it so fun that I get to be in love with two people like I'm having actually this is like so fun like I have these two guys and they both love me and I love them both and I'm gonna sleep with one and I'm gonna sleep with the other and they both want me and then I like had like a meltdown like towards the end of the year and I was like this is actually really hurts and is hard. Yeah. And I think like that's the closest I had to that where I was like, this fantasy is really fun. I've been having such fun. And then you're like, Oh, I have not been talking to myself at all about the reality of what's happening. Yeah. (laughs) Damn. So her bodega guy, she projects a lot. Yeah. She assumes he's like looking down without, of course he's not given a line, but that he knows she's on the cover and he's a person of color. He won't have a line. line. We don't get there yet. Um, she's not gonna let. So she's decided she's gonna go back out on the town and, be and Carrie she's Bradshaw gonna smoke again. And Carrie Bradshaw smokes. Which what a triumph! <laughs> back on those cigarettes. You can't take away my cigarettes. <laughs> tartini. What is a tartini? It's a new. It's a new drink. drink. It's um. What does doesn't he tell her what's in it? Yeah. Did we miss Isn't it? it a Cosmo? This is like cranberry vodka. What makes it tart? Um, I don't know, but I know that it is supposed to show the passage of time that Carrie hasn't been right. out so long that there's a new cocktail. A Cosmo's drink. supposed to be sweet, I think, and oh, so a wait, tartini wait, wait. might just be just cranberry juice, like where it's so. Then tangy. Stanford, Stanford's there with her with his new boyfriend who we don't like, and <laughs> at 17 minutes, Carrie's like says this, and I just think that it's, it's very so funny. savage. <laughs> and then she's like the whole thing, and you have to break up with him. <laughs> and, you realize you and have to. You know what? Him. He probably does. Stanford, mm-hmm. yeah. He probably does which is probably for good reason anyway. and he's like Haha, you're fabulous bye. bye sorry i had nothing to do with that bye i love being a stereotypical gay on this 90s show yeah, truly happy pride and carrie and stanford are just sweet i like oh wait you were saying juliana oh. that those two actors are actually best friends yeah willie garson who plays stanford oh. And Sarah Jessica Parker were actually friends way before Sex and the City started. I love that. Which I think is so much fun because I always notice it's very like palpable chemistry between the two of them. It's the same with Cynthia Miranda Nixon and, and Sarah Jessica Parker too. Mm-hmm. And so like, they've had which like is a why early on it seemed like they they were the duos who we saw Carrie with. Yes, absolutely, because they had like such a strong history. So every time you see them like bantering, it, it's really special. Cause that's so sweet. Oh, I yeah. love that. That's a fun little what nugget. a good nugget. Yeah. Oh, and then the saddest scene in this the whole really episode. Ugh. 
This is really sad. Just take my heart and throw it, it away. It starts in the way where you're like, you know the exact setup of what's happening, Samantha's but you're just not her, sure if it's going to. Samantha's at her favorite restaurant waiting for William. And the sweet bus boy, bus man is like, po- keeps coming back to pour her drinks and, and check on her. Bread. And she's like, he'll be here. He'll be here. And he never comes. And he just doesn't ever come. And she, this is an interesting thing. She says she goes out without any of her dining alone armor, armor like a book or a crossword, which today... Straight the up the phone, yeah. And then she, like, shrouds herself in fur, and it just, like, looks so sad. And as she's feeling bad for herself... No, no more water. She reaches for her wine, and she knocks it she over. She felt exposed, vulnerable, like a fool. Fragile. Like, fragile as hell. That's so intense, Samantha. And no one else is really looking at her, and then she knocks her wine over. <sighs> and then she really... She's, like, full crying, and she's like, she's everyone is looking it. at me. I'm she, so embarrassed. Where's the ladies' room? It's so sad. It's really sad. I've never been stood up. Have you guys been stood up? Not... I Thank don't think God. actively really. I just but say, again, I like not, haven't gone on yeah. so many dates. There are honestly. so many steps along the way that can prevent being stood up. Like yeah. what? Like you have to have like a real lack of heart. Maybe a yeah. cell phone does make that easier, you know, because yeah. if last minute you're like, although she calls home to check her answering machine, which is so 1998 yeah. and sad. Well, she says the Pakistani busboy comes to make sure she's okay in the hallway. But let's just say that like, they refer to him as the Pakistani They do. Busboy. Sorry. Sorry. That's no, why no, I no. do because it's so, thank you. I appreciate that because it's just jarring. You're like, why do we have why to do Why do we that? have to refer to him as the Pakistani busboy? Um, and he kisses her. He kisses her. I'm, I'm not usually like this. I can't believe I fell for some guy's line. But sometimes you just need to hear a wee. She, she shakes her head. And sometimes she needs to be alone. And then she pips him. <laughs> yeah. She is savage. Well, she's like, sometimes it's better to be alone than to fake it. And so she doesn't take him home with her. Um, can I admit that I sort of love when Carrie unravels? Yeah, absolutely. Drunk Carrie also is like loves to spill a drink. Also, Drunk Carrie might be the closest I... Like, Drunk Carrie and dr- Drunk Bridget might be the Carrie crossover. Drunk Brooke also. Yeah. I'm like, I will scream at you, and I will yell at you. Literally every <laughs> I'm member. I'm not quite Can there, we just say that every single member of my family has called while well, <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Um, Damn. And then the best thing happens. Yeah. A certain somebody enters the scene. Everyone is gay, gay, gay. Except. Stanford says. Bradley Cooper, you guys. <laughs> this is so crazy. Bradley Cooper saunters in. To save Carrie's day. And he has, like, the all the, all the criteria she's looking for in this oh, bar. Oh, my God. He's handsome. cute as hell. Uh, he have a long and He does have a Porsche. Oh, my God. We'll His see that. His name was Jake. He was everything I was looking for that night. Ugh. Single, straight, and a smoker. The three there are those essays. alliterations. There wasn't quite as much, of, quite as much <laughs> smoke uptown. Miranda's, like, trying to help him. This is so funny. She's trying to help him, and it's clear from her face. She's, like, riding him backwards so he can't see her face, and she's, like, bouncing, and she's like, maybe we should just try and let it happen because he's being super clinical about it. Oh. And then eventually he gets close, and he's like, she just, she, she gets to this point. Like, you know what? This is honestly so not worth it that it is worth it to fake it, and yeah. she does. She fakes her orgasm. Okay, so last- and then when he thinks she's had an orgasm, he goes, he comes to and he goes, I'm the man, which is so ridiculous. <laughs> Look at her Look go. At her go. <laughs> she is flailing. I'm the man. And then she's like, yeah, yeah. you are. Okay. So when I was dog sitting last week. Um, oh, you, you talked about this. At Anna's, I was like literally asleep. <laughs> and I woke up 
to the sound of sex coming somewhere around me, Jesus. like in an apartment. And it was the loudest, most wow. performative sounding like sex. And I, my first thought was, damn. And then my second thought was, damn, she must really love him because she is faking, faking that orgasm. Oh my like God. It was, I was like, it sounded like that. Like, no. like Miranda did. Like, it was just like so obvious. And I was like, that's nice that she's like taking care of her partner, I guess. But like, there is no way. Yikes. And then Anna and I like tweeted about it. And Anna and her husband who like, obviously also lives there both liked it and Anna was texting me was like Nick and I talk about this all, all the time <laughs> like we're trying to find where they live <laughs> I was like no wonder Leo hates your neighbors like he doesn't like the sounds of the their wailing <laughs> Leo is the dog <laughs> got it um, so I like wrote this is the sex from the neighbors <laughs> and I wrote two asterisks next to it but I don't know look at you not struggling to say the word asterisks like I do <laughs> um, so Carrie's out drunk dancing and she and Bradley Cooper literally fall into a couch of people who are look at the guy behind them All of <laughs> who the pulls extras. down his orange the tinted shades the extras in the show are honestly on fire um, and so Bradley Cooper takes her out in his Porsche and he's like I gotta go get cigarettes which like doesn't Carrie have cigarettes like Carrie, Don't they all? Carrie think about it look at your surroundings and so Bradley Cooper well she makes out with him first of all like lucky her so much yes. yeah good time oh, what I wouldn't I give um, do we think Bradley Cooper's a nice guy I think so. I think so. Okay, me too. I, I don't know anything like to have heard otherwise. For so long, yeah, I would yeah. Just hope that Actually, he's that's true. Been so he buys a, a pack of Marlboro Likes, and meanwhile, like Carrie's like, "Fuck that magazine!" Like I'm looking at myself in the mirror, like I'm gonna do it. And he comes this back. Part is so intense. It's heart stopping. And oh, like, that he you smacks it up against the window. And it goes slow, slow motion. motion. She turns and looks at her. She own says face. the question mark was staring right. Was that right me? In the face. Yeah, was that me? She she doesn't know. Okay. And then I realized if I went home with him, it'd be the only time I'd ever slept with a man to validate my life. The question mark would no longer be a question. It would be a fact. Honestly, Carrie, good for you. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not letting you out. And she climbs out because apparently it wasn't convertible. I didn't notice that the first and time. And it's like... Yep, you freak a leak. Get me out so of this car. So she just leaves. So yeah, she yeah, finds I, her way out. You're not getting out of here is weird. It's like, what like about it. this makes you more interested in me? Is it because, like, I was on a magazine? Is it because, like, now I'm a specimen, you know? Yeah, like, are you, like, like want to talk to me about this, like, horrible you, experience? Yeah, yeah. So we've gotten closure on all of the rest of our ladies, except Charlotte. And, and in that one, is. so in that one, she doesn't fake it. She's like, that's me, and I'm leaving, and I'm not going to force this with you tonight. This is the first time we've seen Carrie Char- grow um, positively. Miranda does fake it. Charlotte and this guy have a kind of great conversation. Yeah. He's like, both like, you know what? I'm going to go to Salt Lake City. And she's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess that's a good idea. And they both lie to each other. They both have little white lies. About missing each other. About, no, first, because he says that he's missing acting, which Carrie voiceovers isn't true. Oh. And Charlotte says something else too that isn't true and she says it was a perfectly timed set of lies we're faking it because you're both doing it actually makes sense so like three different examples of when faking it does or doesn't work yeah oh samantha throws a drink not the first or not the only time yeah you'll see another great one oh my god that was my favorite after i was recycled i decided instead of running away from the idea of life alone I'd sit down and take that fear to lunch i love this and i love dating myself do you guys do this yeah this I don't episode go, helped me to get out there and do it. To sit alone? Yeah. Oh, this is the, I had a glass of wine. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, we've used that. No books, no, no armor. Oh. No friends, no armor, which is really, 
I kind of love it. And also maybe I'm going to do that this week. Yeah. It's it's nice. It doesn't have to be for long. It doesn't have to be like no. intense. I did it this week at um actually right by It's a nice Carrie's apartment. Really? Yeah. Ugh. At um Bar Sardine. Cool. Um so I think we've talked about this a lot through the episode, but who did you resonate with most this episode? Ooh. In this storyline. I guess to a certain extent, Miranda. Yeah. And then, of course, the wee guy, Samantha. Yeah. I mean, I really had just such a similar situation me of too. this guy telling me all of these things. And it really is a huge... There's just a disparity between the work they're willing to put into the relationship right. and, and the intimacy they want. they want out of it. Exactly. So it's like a shortcut for them it to make really you... It really is. So what? I've been there. Yeah. Man, have I been there. And they end up being real heartbreakers. So damn, those two probably... I would say. What about you? I think the same. Yeah. Not Miranda so much. I've been lucky. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, could, I could air slap you. <laughs> I was like, high five. <laughs> cool, cool. Honestly. Um, hee hee. Um, Bye. But um, Miranda, no, Samantha. Samantha. Samantha, especially recently. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, yeah. That's it. <laughs> I think I probably was too, honestly. Yeah. I mean, but you're right. You're so right, Brooke, that like this was an episode where we could have transposed it so easily into 2017 like and it wouldn't it have been that out of like place. Because like sometimes there are sometimes where you're other, like, this wouldn't, yeah. could not be on TV like, this without could context. could not be like an issue that we talk about today. Like this is no. a non-issue now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whereas this one I'm like, yeah. Or at least is like a talked about issue, whereas I feel like when this would have come up on TV, it would have been one of the first times that anyone Where ever saw people this. people were like, whoa. Yeah. The mm -hmm. positive messaging for women and sex is truly remarkable. In I this. mean, what And we're they starting did. to get into the meat of the female friendship. Oh, yes. Yeah. Which is the best. Okay, wait. We have an we email. We have an email. And this came in, just so you know, at 3 40 a.m. when I was still awake because Kyle and I were oh, out at this party together. That's probably why I didn't see it because you opened it. No, I didn't until just now. I just, I haven't oh, read it either. I'm not allowed to open it either. No, no, because I want to just surprise you with it. Okay. I just, I'm going to read it. Hello, Brooke, and hi, Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cute. I am an avid listener of your podcast. <laughs> this is our best friend. Oh, and am also a 10 years younger, 20 years later. First off, I want to say congratulations on your new producer. I'm reading it as it's written. Oh. That is wildly exciting. I hope that your production value gets better and you make so much money from advertising. But also, What's wrong with our production value, Kyle? <laughs> but, but also, please don't advertise Blue Apron as my cousin already subscribes to Blue Apron, so we don't need a new subscription. <laughs> Well, as our main listener, we will take that into account, honestly. <laughs> I wanted to say that I think your show is very illuminating, and I like to hear about all the things you guys do on your dates, but haha, I'm a creeper. I I'm not a creeper, I promise. You two have great chemistry, and based on your voices, I think you should have many boyfriends <laughs> whenever you want them. Just that. like Carrie, spelled C-A-R-R-Y, from the show. <laughs> Carry me away. I love it. That's exactly it. But also, sometimes with your voices, you become too quiet when you speak. Some constructive feedback. I love this. And since my headphone volume buttons don't work the 100% best, I can't turn it up in time to catch the things that you have said in whispers. Just a thought. What a thoughtful email at 4 a.m. Overall and in conclusion, I just wanted to say that you have a fan in me, even though you said the P word a lot in this episode with six exclamation points. Kyle. All the best. E. Kyle's Herman. E. Kyle's Herman. P.S. Congratulations, too, on the new sound effect you used this week. It was very shocking and fun. This is the best email I've received ever flat out. Kyle, this Constructive, is... Constructive, thoughtful, kind. This is the second email that Kyle 
has sent us. Um, That's true. <laughs> since the beginning of the podcast. This is the best Oh one. my God. Wait. You know what I noticed, Kyle? I got a new pair of earbuds and also to the world and stopped using my um, Apple ones. And I realized why I was always like, Brooke, the episode's quiet. And she was like, no. Apple headphones are so much quieter than literally any other brand, brand of headphone you get. It like changed my subway, whole life. You like can't get it up high enough. So I'm editing on my like nice Which makes headphones. sense, and I think a lot of people don't use them. But mm-hmm. if we are too quiet, you can always tell us because we'd rather be more louder so you can turn us down than All the right. opposite. But also, we love you. We love that email, Aww. everyone. I love that you sent it at 3.40 in the morning. Yep. Gonna, I love that I was up for it. I love that I was not. I know. <laughs> um, I... Oh, thank you, Kyle. Also, we'll be louder. The three people that commented on Facebook for like the announcement of us getting assigned to ACAS just, uh-huh. like, was my mom, her. my dad, and Kyle's mom. Oh, <laughs> oh I didn't realize that. I hadn't seen her comment. So, yet. Robin, if you're listening, <laughs> not my sister, Kyle's mom. Very um, good. We love you. Ah, uh, good to see you guys. Wait, that was amazing. Okay, wow, I'm like crying <sighs> yeah, a little me too. bit. I am so proud. My cheeks like hurt a little bit. Um, Juliana. Yes. How may we find you on social media? Oh, you can find me on um, Instagram, uh, Juliana.Carullo. That's Juliana with a G. G-I-U-L-I-A-N-A. Um, and is that it? Do you yeah. have a Twitter? Oh, I do. It's, um, I think it's G-I-U-1122. Amazing. We love Twitter. I'll double check no, But I love Twitter, yeah. It's my fave. <laughs> I have actually a funny, like, incriminating tweet about the tour once. Amazing. Somebody... So we do a raffle with everyone's emails, and then you win this tote bag that cool. like, says, on location tours. And so I do this exhibition tour, we do the raffle, and this woman gets the tote bag, and she's like, I really appreciate this tote bag and this win because I've had a really hard year. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh God. No. Oh, no. <laughs> and I couldn't oh. help. I mean, there's so many tweetable moments, but that yeah. one, I was like, this one must see wow. the sun. But what a, what, how lovely that a tote bag could bring someone a little right? piece. Right? I was like, damn. You know? Yeah. Just a little piece. A little piece. Um, what about you? You can find me on Twitter 100% of the time <laughs> at Mrs. Burt Macklin. And you can find me on Instagram at BridgetM37. Brooke? You can find me on Twitter like 35% of the time <laughs> yep. at uh, Brooke underscore Wiseman. And on Instagram, like mm, closer to 65%. Yeah. Um, Brooke Wiseman. No mm. underscore. <laughs> Um, and don't forget it. Um, this has, that's it. The splat. splat. The podcast. <laughs> we love you guys. Bye. 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 The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.